0: Welcome to this episode of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. So grateful to you for tuning in. We're going to cover a lot of ground, touch on a number of topics on today's program. We're going to start off with a story that began yesterday afternoon. You and I spoke about it briefly, and it is the pardoning of Rod Blagojevich, former governor of the state of Illinois. The president uh, made it known just yesterday his intention to commute the sentence of the former Illinois governor.
1: So he'll be able to go back home with his family after serving eight years in jail. That was a tremendously powerful, ridiculous sentence, in my opinion.
0: Blagojevich emerged from prison just yesterday in Denver, got on an airplane, and flew home to Illinois. It was absolutely fascinating this morning to watch as he addressed uh, the media. He, right next to his wife, had some daughters there. Uh, and now this is all, the, the way I'm presenting this, uh, please set aside your views on whether or not uh, the, the pardon was a correct choice, whether or not you believe in the guilt uh, or innocence of Rod Blagojevich. Uh, we can get into those details later. It's just a very unique and fascinating circumstance to watch. He, uh, this morning, used a, a few phrases I did not predict. He called himself a uh, Trumpocrat. Again, this is former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich, who had been sentenced to a 14-year federal prison sentence. Uh, and he was accused of trying to sell. Get this. Uh, so you remember Illinois? That's where President Obama came from. He was a senator. In order to run for president, he had to vacate that seat. Rod Blagojevich was the governor of illinois at the time and the accusation against him what he ultimately was convicted on attempting to do was selling the senate seat it was the governor empowered to appoint a uh, replacement and then this is a fascinating thing in the midst of those accusations and uh, the proceedings which ultimately led to blagojevich going to prison he uh, appeared as a this is crazy he appeared as a contestant on uh, then not president donald trump's uh television program
1: it's just this guy was a close friend of mine lion piece of he betrays me in the job he betrays me in the job and then he goes and does this but the lies are so outlandish that they're almost laughable aren't they but there's no tape that corroborates that right
0: that's Former Illinois Governor Rob Blagojevich appearing on The Apprentice. And I apologize for those beliefs. Obviously, we had to put him in there. But uh, that is him, a game show contestant, where the host of the show is currently the pre- – the, the reality in which we live today is so surreal. Anyway, I yesterday promised you that I would find myself tumbling down a rabbit hole when it came to presidential pardons. I want to walk through how things went for Blagojevich this morning as he just outside his northwest uh, home there uh, outside of Chicago alongside his wife, Patty. After we walk through uh, what happened this morning, in the next segment, I'm going to share with you some absolutely fascinating presidential pardons. Uh, I'll give you a a quick glimpse at some of those uh, right now. Bill Clinton towards the end of his presidency, it may have even been the last day, he issued a, a pardon for his own younger half-brother who had gotten into some trouble. And uh, if, if I'm honest, got into some more trouble not a year after the pardon was <laughs> granted. I'll get into the details of that later. Also, uh, fascinating to learn that um uh, Jefferson Davis and uh, General Robert Lee were both pardoned. I'll share the the president's names who pardoned them, as well as get this uh, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints who years and years ago, before uh, the the before the practice of polygamy was outlawed, uh, those who had uh, continued to practice that. They, by President Benjamin Harrison, received a pardon, and the language in the document where that pardon is handed down is absolutely fascinating. But let me let's get back to what happened this morning. So Rod Blagojevich, uh, he appears this morning for the first time. For the first time since receiving his his clemency, or had his his sentence was commuted, rather, uh, there are a few different things, a few different powers afforded to the president in in circumstance like this, and I'll walk through those uh, details in the next segment. But uh, essentially, you're able to pardon, uh, you can commute sentences, which is different than a pardon. So you still, you know, were convicted of that crime, uh, and yet your sentence was cut short. That's what happened in the case of Rod Blagojevich. Here, he uh, was about four years early. Uh, allowed to leave prison. The president's empowered to do that. So he, uh, just this morning, uh, stood outside, 63 years old. A few uh, visual things I'll share with you. You, if you can remember when he was on TV, when he was the governor, if you can think way back when, to when he was in Congress, he had very, very dark hair. Obviously died, right? Uh, he, though, this morning, appearing uh, on camera, had uh, gray hair. A full head, a full head of gray hair. Let me share with you a few of the, the comments made by Mr. Blago- Blagojevich this morning as he addressed the media for the first time since his release from prison after being, uh, having his sentence commuted by the President of the United States.
1: I hope that as I move forward I can take some of that experience that I've had and try to do what I can to try to improve what is a broken, and I believe in many cases a corrupt criminal justice system.
0: Now, I told you earlier he called himself a Trumpocrat. And he later said that he would vote for president if given the opportunity.
1: Yeah, as a Republican president and a Democratic governor, he didn't have to do this. But President Trump is not a typical politician. That's right. He's tough. He's outspoken. He gets things done. He's a problem solver in a business where too many politicians don't want to solve problems. All they want to do is play politics and get nothing done for the people. He's, he's got a... I'm a Trumpocrat. The Trumpocrat, that's right. Hey, are you to vote for him? If it's I have
0: the ability Mr. to vote, I'm going to vote Trump. for him. So you hear what uh, Blagojevich said there. He said if he has the ability, he's going to vote for him. Uh, a reporter with the Chicago Tribune tracked down the answer to that question, and it is that, yes, he, in fact, uh, will have the ability to vote uh, if the... Let me see. The spokesperson from the Board of Elections up there said that uh, people with felony records can vote as long as they're no longer incarcerated and as long as they re-register. So uh, there you go. The The former governor of Illinois, uh, while well, yes, a convicted felon, uh, will in fact, if he re-registers and he's uh, outside of prison at the time, will be able to vote. So that's pretty neat. Uh, I... One thing, this is almost petty to point out, but it was so distracting during the events of this morning. I was standing with Boyd Matheson. He and I, side by side, watching Rod Blagojevich as he spoke this morning. And there was, and I don't mean to make fun, you know, because things happen, uh, but it was so visually distracting that I had a hard time following what Rod Blagojevich was saying. He, uh, this morning, he had a, a white handkerchief in his hand. And he repeatedly dabbed his chin with that handkerchief. And you could see as the press conference or media, whatever you want to call it, as he was speaking and the cameras were trained on him, you could see that that white handkerchief over the course of his repeatedly dabbing his chin was becoming, and this is gross, soaked in blood. He was standing there alongside his wife, Patty, who from time to time would would say out loud, uh, rod your chin. Your chin. And he would, in the midst of making these comments, like the ones uh, calling himself a, a Trumpocrat or saying that he, if having the ability, he would vote for the president, he would raise this handkerchief uh, over and over and dab his chin. And it was uh, through the course of the event uh, at the end, soaked in blood. The story from Blagojevich was that he had cut himself while shaving and that it was the first time that he had used a real razor blade uh, in the nearly eight years that he'd been serving the sentence. Uh, fascinating detail. Uh, if I'm honest, I felt kind of bad for him. I, I Things that distract visually from a message that someone wants to deliver, you know, either... Regardless of how you feel about that message, it's always an unfortunate thing. Think back a number of years to when, the, when Senator Marco Rubio delivered the Republican response to the State of the Union address. This was that situation where he had uh, an incredibly dry mouth. It was almost difficult for him to speak, and he had that very, very awkward moment when he reached over and grabbed that glass or the water bottle, the small size, right? He uh, unscrews the lid, uh, took a sip. It was, for me, always so uncomfortable to watch. And I remember the moment I saw it, I I felt bad for him, and I cringed myself. Uh, I I think what made that all the more awkward was that he maintained eye contact with the camera throughout the sip. He takes the bottle, uh, takes the lid off, (laughs) takes a sip. It sets it back down, almost like he's trying to get away with it. Like if he does it fast enough, maybe we won't see. And he returned to them to the address. And, And why I feel bad about that is because that's all I remember. I don't remember anything else he said. It was probably along the lines of "Obama bad," but I, I don't remember any of the points that he made. And if I'm honest, aside from the audio I've played with you, played for you this morning from Rod Blagojevich as he stood alongside his wife and his two daughters—one uh, daughter who has graduated from high school and college uh, during the time he was in prison, another daughter who went from elementary school to now having a driver's license. If I'm honest, you ask me a week from now what I remember from this morning's address, all I'm going to remember is him dabbing his chin uh, and that handkerchief being soaked in blood. Anyway, uh, that's the update on Blagojevich. He's out and free. He intends to vote for the president, and he's very grateful for his freedom and to be reunited with his family. So in the next segment, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to go down one of these rabbit holes I love so much, and I'm going to share with you some of the forgotten presidential pardons, things that will absolutely blow my mind. I had to double-check and verify everything I was seeing this morning to make sure that I wasn't in error. That's all coming up next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.